Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode number six of the Screaming Beaver podcast. I'm your host, Jason Jackson. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to be doing something a little bit different uh, because of the COVID regula- regulations and the lockdown. I haven't been able to get a, uh, a guest for this week, um, but I have been wanting to do a podcast, uh, maybe not as long as normal, about uh, my New Year's resolutions and uh, my health issues I've been having over the past year and how I've been trying to, uh, to fix those. Uh, so just a few little things that I've been doing. Um, I'll start off by, by just giving myself a little introduction. Uh, I'm going to be 45 years old in the next month. Um, I have a wife and two kids who are very active and, uh, we are on the road constantly, uh, typical night. It's not a sit, sit down meal where we're grabbing something to eat and then we're off to whatever activity we have to be doing. Um, I worked at Evacuo Rolling Mills for the past uh, 22 years, right up until September of 2019. Uh, at Evacuo, I had a 50% desk job, 50% I was out in the mill running around. Um, in September of 2019, I took a job in Ottawa, which is about a 90-10 split as far as desk to uh, actually walking around. Um, I didn't have the greatest diet when I was at Avaco. Um, I would eat from Fresco's restaurant on Highway 17 most days, usually a five pound baked lasagna, which was so, so good. Um, but you could actually like hear your heart slowing down as you ate it. Uh, it was basically a lasagna with an all dressed pizza on top of it, uh, short of the crust. So, a lot of cheese, a lot of pepperoni, a lot of green peppers, mushrooms. It was it was delicious. Uh, but I would I would eat that every day. Um, when I was a kid, I had trouble putting on any weight. I ate like a pig, and I never gained any weight at all. Uh, but as I've gotten older and my metabolism has slowed down, um, weight is becoming an issue for me. Um, so then when we moved to Ottawa, even less exercise, less walking around, better choices for, uh, for restaurants. Um, the amount of, uh, food available in downtown Ottawa is just incredible. Uh, Joey's restaurant, if anyone's looking for a, uh, an excellent restaurant, Joey's on Rito is, is really, really good. Uh, we tend to go there once a week. Um, so, uh, my weight has gone up over the past uh, year. I think I, I topped out around 210. Uh, I'm not a big guy. I'm only five foot six. And so 210 pounds was, was quite a bit. Um, last March, March the 12th, I got a phone call from uh, one of my friends, Norm Sovey, wanting to know if I wanted to come out and play hockey on Wednesday night, or it was a Thursday night. Um, I run a hockey tournament called the Pond Rocket Cup. And I had taken the day off work to, uh, to work on doing some articles for this uh, newspaper that we put out every year about the hockey tournament. And I figured it would be a good time to, to go to hockey and maybe uh, get a few more players and tie up some loose ends. And uh, so I, I agreed. I went to hockey that night and I got there and I normally play defense. And uh, 
for the past couple of years, I've been slowing down. I've, I find it harder and harder to play hockey. I just assumed it was because my weight was going up. And so I got there and there was already four defensemen on my team. So I decided, you know, I'll play forward, I'll play center, and I'll try to chase the best player in our league, Riley Sove, around the ice. And Riley's in his early 20s and is uh, is a really good skater. And I'm not a very good skater. So <laughs> I chased Riley around the ice and about uh, five minutes left in the uh in the game, I wasn't feeling too good, and our team was up, so I, I sat out the last shift, and I was having a hard time catching my breath. I, I felt like I, I was, you know, there was something wrong. So I got into the dressing room. I sat around for a little bit, and I decided I'd try to take pulse on uh, on my phone. And I was having a hard time, hard time. I couldn't get my pulse, couldn't get it. Finally, I got my pulse, and it was two hundred beats a minute. And now at this point, I've I've been sitting around for for 15 minutes. That was kind of weird. So I went and had a shower, came back, sat down again, tried to take my pulse again. And, and again, it was at 200 beats a minute. So I took it a third time, still 200 beats a minute. So I called my wife and I told her I might be having a heart attack. Uh, so she came in and got me and uh, drove me to the hospital. And by the time I got to the hospital, like I, I was soaking wet. And I don't know if it was her driving or the fact that my heart was racing so bad, but uh, I walked into the uh, to the emergency room. Now this is March twelfth. Um, the emergency room was empty. There wasn't a soul in the the emergency room, which is weird for Hawkesbury. And they took me in, and they eventually got my my pulse to come back down to around a hundred and some beats per minute. So it was much better. Um, at that point, they didn't know what was going on. Uh, I had a hockey tournament I needed to run, and uh, it was kind of crunch time. I had to send all my stuff into the paper, and I was also going to have to order uh, shirts, so I was concerned about that. Um, anyway, the next day is when the lockdown happens on, on March 13th. It was a Friday. Uh, so I I got told that I have uh, something called Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome. Uh, they sent my test results off to the Ottawa Heart Institute, and they came back and, and told me that this is what I had. I've had it my whole life. And um, there was an operation that could be done. So uh, I was pretty relieved about that because they had told me I was going to be in the hospital for a few weeks. And, uh, and once they figured this out, I could go home. So uh, my wife came and got me. And when we got home, my father-in-law and my mother-in-law were here. My father-in-law was outside the house. Uh, looking at, at one of my windows, I said, what's Papa doing? And Deb was like, oh, I didn't want to tell you, but the basement flooded. So uh, at this point, I've, I've got a heart condition, my basement's flooded, and I still don't know what's happening with my, my hockey tournament. So anyway, it ended up around 4 o'clock, we had to cancel the hockey tournament, which in the long run was a big load off my shoulders because I was uh, I was a little bit behind. I tend to leave things to till the last minute. Um, but that was my first, uh, my first real scare. Um, and I called the doctor and because of COVID, they were kind of pushed off my, um, my surgery. Uh, I tried to run over the summer and, uh, things weren't going well. Um, uh, but I was kind of blaming it on the, the heart condition. So um, I'm, I'm kind of a person who does gets on like lots of like personal kicks and some of my kicks stick 
and then some don't. So like the Pond Rocket Cup, uh, we're in our 16th year. That one stuck. Um, I run uh, the Mantley Hill Sports Club, which helps with uh, minor sports in the area. That's kind of stuck for the past few years. I, I tried to write a novel titled Broken Twigs and Chattered Dreams. I got about two uh, two chapters into that and then never touched it again. Um, so a, a lot of my health kicks that I get on uh, tend to be like the, the novel and, and just don't stick. Uh, I've, I've done CrossFit in the mornings uh, for a while and I got hurt and I haven't gone back to that. I've tried giving up sugar. I've... Uh, I've gone on a diet from uh, Tim Ferriss uh, called the Slow Carb Diet. I did that for a month. I lost 30 pounds. Um, but then I went back to eating baked lasagnas at, uh, at Fresco's and, and that didn't stick either. So, um, sometimes it, it really, you need something to open your eyes. And, and my heart issues, uh, I think were the one thing that did open uh, my eyes up a little bit. So, um, I had my surgery uh, in November. Uh, I was scheduled to go in uh, early November. I got there and the uh, something blew up in the operating room and they had to push my my uh, surgery. And the nurse came in, she apologized, but she says, you know, the good thing is you get to pick which doctor you can have now. And I'm like, well, give me the doctor that's least likely to kill me on the table. And she pulled out a name. She's like, oh, you want Dr. Davies? I'm like, oh, I didn't have Dr. Davies before. It's a good thing this happened. So um, they rescheduled my, my surgery. Um, I had been wearing a, uh, a smartwatch and kind of tracking my, my heart rate and that sort of thing at this point. Uh, my resting heart rate was in the mid-80s uh, most of the time. Uh, the, the watch would would track that. So my average resting heart rate was like... 85, 86, 87, somewhere in that, uh, that range. Um, so I was, I was actually pretty worried about the, the heart surgery. It was just a minor thing. They went in through my, my leg and in the, the moral, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, the moral artery and went up into my heart. And, um, you know, the chances of something going wrong were pretty small, but at the same time I was, I was pretty worried and I was a little bit nervous. Um, so about uh, a week before that, I decided, you know, I'm going to try and lose some weight. I'm going to try and make some changes and, um, and hopefully this time they'll stick. Uh, so I went in for the, the surgery. Everything went well. Uh, they weren't able to put me to sleep because uh, apparently I have sleep apnea or so they tell me. I don't, uh, I don't really believe that. But, um, so... Uh, I had the surgery. I came out. They, it was only two days. I had to be on bed rest. Uh, I, went, I was back to playing hockey a week later, and I could not believe the difference in uh, the hockey game. I wasn't tired. I didn't feel like I was going to die when I got back to the bench. You know, on, a, on a normal hockey game, I would come back to the bench, and I'd be lucky if I'd caught my breath by the time I had to go back out again. And, um, my, my heart rate came down considerably, uh, normally in a heart, in a hockey game, my heart would be up to 180, 190 beats per minute. Um, after the surgery, you know, my heart was coming in at like 140 max, um, considerably lower. Uh, my resting heart rate went down to 60, 
seven to 69 beats per minute uh, pretty consistently. Um, I purchased something called a whoop strap. Uh, and what it does is it, it measures your heart all the time and it tracks your activity. Um, it does everything on your smartphone. You can see it on the, on the internet when you log into your account. And uh, it also tracks your sleep. So sleep was another thing that I was concerned about. I went for a sleep study. I didn't sleep at all during the sleep study. But when I, uh, when I came back, they told me I had sleep apnea, severe, severe, severe sleep apnea, um, which I don't really believe because I didn't actually do any sleeping while I was there. So I found it a little bit different, difficult to believe that I had uh, this sleep apnea. I do have a good friend, uh, Daryl Howes, who, uh, who is a amateur life hacker. Um, I'm going to have him on the podcast and I work with him. Uh, I've worked with him for, uh, quite a few years at VACO and I'm working back working with him again in Ottawa. And, uh, and Daryl's been, uh, a good source of information. Um, he tracks all kinds of stuff. Uh, He's always doing some sort of experiment on himself and uh, gut biome tests and this and that. So uh, he's been a good uh, source of information. And, and again, I will I will get him onto the podcast. He's kind of a Tim Ferriss uh, for anyone who's read the Four Hour Work Week or the Four Hour Body. Uh, Daryl's very long, very much along those lines. Um, so as far as uh, what I've been doing. Um, I've changed my diet quite a bit. Uh, my biggest problem or one of my biggest problems is I drank a lot of, uh, Coke and, uh, you know, I would have three, four or five Cokes a day at work, uh, with every meal. Uh, so Daryl brought me in, uh, some sparkling waters, uh, bublés or bubblies, whatever, you, however you want to pronounce it. Um, uh, and I have to admit the first one I drank with thought was horrible. Uh, but then I drank a second one, I drank a third one. And, um, by the third one, I'd realized that they're really not that bad. So, uh, I gave up Coke and I either drink water with my meals now or, uh, or a buble or sparkling water. Um, I like the uh, PC brand ones. Actually, they're they're actually pretty good. Uh, the the blue menu. I like the the uh, grapefruit one, and there's also like a mandarin orange one that's quite good. So giving up that, I think, has uh, has really made a big difference. Um, from November seventh until today, uh, I think I'm down fifteen pounds. Um, another thing I'm doing is. I'm doing something called time-restricted eating or, uh, what's the other name for it, uh, intermittent fasting. And uh, basically what I'm doing is I don't eat breakfast. And so I stop eating at 8 o'clock at night and I try to make it through till 11, 12, 1 o'clock the next day without eating. Um, it also helps if you can do some exercise in the morning well, before you have anything to eat. Um, it's called uh, fasted uh, cardio. So I've just been going for a walk uh, for the past couple of weeks. When I go to work, it's not too bad because I have to walk from my from my car where I park to uh, to the office, and so that's usually like a twelve to fifteen minute walk, depending on uh, how many lights I hit. 
Um, but uh, lately I've been doing quite a bit longer walks, uh, like hour and a half, two hours. Uh, there's a guy named Ben Greenfield. Uh, he's a big believer in the, um, the fasted cardio and uh, these, these walks in the morning. And he says the sweet spot is like 40 minutes, 35 to 40 minute walk is the, uh, the optimal amount of walking that you can do. Um, I'll weigh myself in the morning. I have something called a Renfo scale. So that's R-E-N-P-H-O. It's a scale that's available on Amazon and it's, it's quite good. It tracks uh, a whole bunch of your body metrics, uh, your fat percentage, your water percentage, protein, your weight. And um, so I'll, I'll weigh myself before I go out on the walk. I'll walk for two hours and I'll come back and I'm usually, uh, I can usually lose about a pound uh, in that time. Now, to some of that is water weight, obviously. Um, but there is a, there is a, a fat loss as well. You can see your fat percentage and your, your different fat weights before and after. So I, I know that the walks are doing something in, in the fasted state. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor or a scientist, so, uh, do your own research. Don't take what I'm saying, uh, as the gospel truth, but, um, there, there is quite a bit of, uh, people talking about fasted cardio. Um, so, so those are two of the things that I've, uh, I've been doing and, um, the weight has been coming off. Uh, sleep tracking is another thing. Uh, the whoop track, the whoop strap tracks your sleep for you. Uh, it tells you if you've had a good night's sleep, if you've not had a good night's sleep, how many uh, disturbances you've had in your, your sleep. Um, I also use an app on my phone called sleep. Uh, it's an Android app and it has an alarm clock on it that will wake you up in the appropriate uh, sleep cycle. Uh, so when you sleep, you have different sleep cycles and you want to be woken up at a certain point. Uh, so if I set my alarm for 5 a.m., um, it'll wake me up as I'm coming out of the sleep cycle before 5 o'clock. So it may be 4.35, it may be 4.47, um, but it'll, it'll wake you up in that uh, specific time, and it is excellent. Uh, there's a huge, huge difference uh, when you get woken up at the appropriate part of your sleep cycle than when you get woken up uh, when you're not supposed to be, like if you're in deep sleep or whatever and you, you get startled awake by your alarm clock, uh, you feel droggy, uh, you just, it's not good. Um, so I've been using that app as well and it's, it's quite good. Um, so the other thing that kind of uh, shocked me and, and a lot of people around here uh, we have a good friend in Vancouver Hill, uh, Lou Nisico. Um, he helped us start Pond Rocket when, uh, when we first, uh, started out and, uh, Lou just passed away, um, recently of a heart attack. Uh, it was, I don't want to say it was, uh, it was shocking because Lou's uh, lifestyle might've not been the most healthy. Uh, but he still was very young to, to pass away. And, uh, it was quite, quite shocking for everyone. Uh, my good friend, Hamish Cunning, um, Lou was like a, like a second dad to him. He was his hockey coach for years and he, he dated, uh, Hamish's mom, Shelly. And, um, so 
him passing away was quite shocking. Uh, I didn't know the second person, but uh, Bruno Gendral uh, from, I believe, Castleman also passed away around the same time. Uh, he was an Ottawa police officer. He was very involved in the Cobras uh, AA minor hockey. Um, this guy was in great shape. He was in his mid-40s, I believe, early to mid-40s. Um, police officer in Ottawa, you know, very active. I know he, he did a lot of biking uh, with another one of my friends who's also a police officer. So um, he had a heart attack as well. Uh, so these kind of, these things kind of wave way on my uh, my conscience there and uh, I don't really want to die so that's why I'm trying to make these these changes um, yeah so uh, that's that's what I'm doing um, I don't like the idea of making New Year's resolutions so much um, I was always one of these guys well I'll start I'll start the first of the month and then the first of the month rolls around and, well it's a, it's a Wednesday life well, you can't start something on a Wednesday. Uh, so then I'd wait to the following week, you know, the Monday uh, of the next week. And because Monday is always a good time to start things. And, you know, it's um, things don't last. If you're going to start something, just just start it. Start it today. There's no reason. Uh, there's no reason not to start things right away. Um, don't wait uh, for an arbitrary Monday or an arbitrary first of the month or first of the year to, to try and get your act together just just go out and do it um another things i i've started doing i've been waking up with some wicked back pain in the morning just really really stiff so um my mornings i get up um i'll go out into the living room i'll turn on the fireplace i'll put down a yoga mat and i'll do a 10 minute yoga session that i found on on YouTube and there's, there's like a hundred of them out there. So just pick one, do 10 minutes of yoga. Um, I know for myself, it really gets me going, uh, loosens up my back muscles, loosens up my legs, um, uh, makes me feel a lot better. I, I, I notice a big difference from the mornings that I do do yoga and the mornings I don't. Uh, I always thought it was kind of a wishy washy, uh, thing. I was, I was never big into the whole yoga thing until I went one time and did it with Claudia Mahan. Uh, he used to live in Bentonville and uh, and found out how tough it was uh, to to do the yoga and to hold these poses. And uh, it's it is really good for you. I know some people say that ten minutes of yoga is not good enough, but it's it's good enough for me. Um, then I usually go and I soak in a hot bath for. Uh, for about half an hour in the morning, get everything loosened up, uh, grab my bag, get dressed and head for, uh, for work. And like I said, I have a, a 10 to 15 minute walk into work and around, uh, 10 30, 11 o'clock, depending on what meetings I have, I'll also try to head out and take a walk down the canal or around the Rita center or whatever. Um, and then when we come back from that, then I'll, I'll get a bite to eat. I would like to get back to going to the gym or going to CrossFit, but it's uh, it's been difficult uh, at this time uh, with the COVID uh, shutting down the gyms and then no showers when the gyms are open. And um, so I've been trying to do uh, a few little things here at home, but I haven't really developed a, a good uh, schedule for that yet. Um, I think if you try to do too many, uh, changes at once, then you'll just end up 
not doing any of them. So uh, I'm trying to stick to the ones that I am doing, and I'm hopefully in a few weeks going to be able to add uh, maybe some some weightlifting in the basement here or, or whatnot, uh, just with a couple dumbbells on the bench. So um, yeah, so that's uh, that's my uh, resolutions. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of the whole New Year's resolutions, but those are some changes that I'm trying to make in in my life. Um, I'd love to hear about what resolutions uh, you guys have made and uh, what you're doing to try and stick to those resolutions. Um, again, I, I recommend small changes, small things that are easy to do, uh, like giving up Coke, for instance. Um, Coca-Cola, that is not, not Coke, like cocaine. That's, that's one of your problems. You got bigger problems than, than I do. So, um, yeah. So, uh, hopefully, uh, the lockdown will end and we will, uh, we will back to regular scheduled, uh, programming. I have a bunch of really great guests lined up, uh, people that have said they want to come on the podcast. I've got, uh, Dylan Black, uh, from the Ottawa radio stations. I believe he's with Boom 99.7. Uh, Steve Boshane has agreed to come on the podcast. Uh, he's the owner of Bose. All Natural Brewing Company. Uh, Gary Barton has uh, has said that he wouldn't mind coming on. Ian McRae, longtime uh, Van Kill hockey coach. Uh, so we've got we've got some good guests coming up, and I'm excited to to keep this going because I think people are enjoying it. Uh, for those of you who haven't checked out Louise Sproul's episode, uh, it was episode number five. It was uh, excellent. Anyone from Van Kill, I think, it would be very interesting. Um, and I've also got some, uh, some other guests that are going to be coming on, uh, that are going to be a little bit more shocking and, uh, maybe have a parental advisory before, uh, listening to that one. So, uh, we'll see how things go. I hope everyone enjoyed their Christmas break, uh, their new years, the world juniors are on, uh, Canada won this evening, uh, Three nothing over the Czech Republic, so they're off to the semifinals. So hopefully the boys bring home another gold medal, and uh, hockey is going to be starting up soon. So all the best in the new year, and uh, thanks a lot for listening.